When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. I am going crypto crazy. I am so tired of reading about cryptocurrencies. I am over them, yet they keep rearing their ugly heads every time we turn around. I mean, come on. This is ridiculous. We have got, and and almost all the news stories come from Bitcoin proponents. However, however, cracks are starting to show in the whole cryptocurrency stupidity that has uh, raised trillions of dollars. It's ridiculous. Well, it is. And uh, by the way, if you look in my wallet. Yeah, you don't have any? I keep right here. I don't have any crypto here. It's all you can see. It's just I do have a few regular like oh I have a twenty dollar bill. This is a big day for me. Uh, oh, by the way, I forgot to mention. Yeah. Hi, welcome to Talking Real Money. <laughs> Please do. I'm Don McDonald. Right here, that's me. And over there, that's Tom Cock. We do what we do. We kind of get together to try to talk about big money issues. And the issue that just keeps rearing its head is this cryptocurrency crud. Well, um, I find it I find it interesting that th- the news always seems, as you said, to focus on if Musk says I own this type of crypto, if someone else says this is what's going to happen to the price of crypto, they don't seem to focus on the how soon till we can all sort of be in crypto because the SEC, Securities and Exchange Commission, decided to keep Bitcoin exchange traded funds on hold again. And by the way, this article in the Wall Street Journal on the last page, not mm-hmm. on the front page. Every all the rest. Well, of the, that's yeah. I guess that's mm, a is that it? No, that's not a good thing. Probably no, not, it's not. Yeah. People don't read it. So for eight years, asset managers have been trying to get the Securities and Exchange Commission to approve an exchange traded fund with Bitcoin, but still haven't been able to persuade them. Uh, due to uh, manipulation, fraud, and illicit activities such as money laundering that appears to happen with could it Bitcoin could it all did all, they mention anywhere that it's not real? Did, did well, they mention the the ethereal nature of cryptocurrencies? I love this quote from Kathleen Moriarty, prominent exchange traded fund attorney. She said, "They're right to be concerned. The question is, at what point can they be made comfortable, or is it a situation where they?" won't ever be comfortable. I would vote for the latter. So again, uh, a number of people have been pitching the SEC, Skybridge, Van Eck, Valkyrie. Oh, you'll love this one. Crypto, Cryptoin Investment Advisors. I don't Cryptoin. even, I've never heard of them. Uh, they're trying to get the Securities and Exchange Commission to do this. They've been trying for eight years and they've been unable to convince them to do so. Um, the SEC says some one person has been in a holding pattern, there are still very fundamental foundational hangups. Difficult to say when or if they'll get past those. 
when or if they'll get past those. And the, the issue, Tom, and all of you, is that nobody has yet come up with a reasonable argument for the cryptocurrencies. Again, this is not a blockchain argument. I expect we will see crypto, we will see blockchain oh. currencies. Just let me just name a few names for you, just for fun. We got number one in the crypto space, Bitcoin, followed by Ethereum, followed by Tebber. Teletubbers. Teletubbers. I'm putting my money in that yeah. one. Then, then we have Tether. Then we have Bitcoin Finance, Cardano, XRP, USD Coin, Dogecoin. Dogecoin is number eight. With a bullet. Dogecoin is fake. Then we have Polkadot. That's a currency. Uso, Uniswap, Bitcoin Cash, Litecoin, Solana, Chainlink, Wrapped Bitcoin, Stellar, Polygon, Ethereum Classic, Dai, Internet Computer, Theta, VeChain, Filecoin, Tron. Did you notice something here? There are lots of cryptocurrencies. Where and where is the cartel's cryptocurrency? Which one? Oh, you mean Diet Bitcoin? Yeah. That's <laughs> The name still cracks me up. He's talking about uh, a uh, a crypto that was created by Pablo Escobar's brother. Oh yeah, there's a credible about source of three years ago. Yeah, how's that one going? Diet Bitcoin. It's yeah. you know if if you thought Bitcoin was just too heavy, Diet Bitcoin <laughs> gets it just taste right. A Bitcoin yeah. light. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It. Well, let's talk about how light Re initial uh, Bitcoin got as high as a. Um, let me just double check my it numbers. $13 million. I think it was a 13 million. Uh, I have my notes here. 13. Oh no. $36 million market cap, uh, about three years ago. So all of the diet Bitcoin in the world created by the Escobar family were worth $36 million. How Incredible. about today? Yes. How about diet? Bitcoin has gone yeah. from $36 million to 294. That's not 294 million. Not no, it's not 294,000. That's 294 dollars. I think the family used to bury more than that in about 30 seconds back in the 80s when they were making real money. 294 dollars. Now, there is a lesson There's a diet there. you don't want to go on. <laughs> That's for sure. There are almost 5,800 cryptocurrencies. Is it that many? Oh, I didn't know it was that yeah. many. 6,000. Yeah. That's because any that's... idiot can start a cryptocurrency. Oh. oh, oh, this was just in the paper today. There's a new one. You ready for this one? Please. MAGA coin. Oh, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. MAGA coin. Yeah, make lemon. America great again coin. You know that somebody's going to make a lot of money off of that scam. That's no brainer. All right. My two points on yes, go ahead. investing. I, I got in, more dirt. I got more dirt. All if right, you want you it. can keep throwing no. it at me when I raise my two points on investing right, in Bitcoin at all. Number one, I still raise this. Why do you need it? Are you not making enough money from stocks, bonds, and real estate today? I know it's all past tense because we don't know what tomorrow holds, but haven't you been making enough money from stocks? No, there's no reason to, we don't need a new asset class because you've been making so It's not even other. an asset class. I know. It's, people just, are, it's just something. Air. Yes, I got it. Number two, here's the one I really think anyone who's actually considering any of this should think through. Are you a speculator? Are you 
throwing money at SPACs and meme stocks and real estate land speculation in the middle of California with no water and no electricity? <laughs> or how about the way overpriced Robinhood IPO? I mean, are you somebody that just wants, I got to be part of all this? Because otherwise, there's absolutely no reason to consider this in a serious portfolio, period. Well, and if you're a gambler, there have to be more fun ways to gamble, even better ways to gamble. I mean, for example, Vegas will comp you rooms and food if you gamble the amount of money people gamble on Bitcoin. Touche. And you can actually play the odds in Vegas. You know what they are. They're stated. So you can play those games that give you better odds. You don't know what the odds are playing cryptocurrencies. You have no idea. You don't even know what they are, do you? Odds are Come you on. don't know what the odds are. That's very true. You don't even know what they are, the things, the cryptos. You don't. Yeah, you know blockchain. But you really, what is a cryptocurrency anyway? And what is it good for? Absolutely nothing. Say it again. Um, but here's the thing. This is what it kind of boils down to. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about the people who actually created these things. The guy who created Dogecoin with a picture of his Shiba Inu doggy as a joke. Yeah. It's made him, it's not made him rich because he got out of it, but it's made some people a whole bunch of money. As a matter of fact, it's like the third or fourth most valuable cryptocurrency. And it's a total joke. He says, this was just in the news last week, he says that crypto is a cult-like scam to take money from naive speculators like many of you. It's a scam. And if, the guy, if, yeah, yeah. I mean, are there, are there no Panamanian oil fields to invest in? Are there no rice fields in uh, Arkansas that you could throw a couple bucks at? I'd stick stick with the twenty stick with the twenty first century. Let's just are, use Bernie Madoff. Okay. Are yeah, there no one and a half percent a month every month returns available? Of course there aren't. And then to top it all off, right about the same time as the Dogecoin creator said it was a scam, the co-founder of Ethereum, which by the way is the number two cryptocurrency, has quit crypto completely, believing it not to be safe. So we have two different perspectives. One, it's just too darn risky out there playing around with these people. And two, it's really just a scam. Manipulation, and fraud, and illicit activities. I think Pretty it's actually... Things to think about when you're going to put your money into something. Yeah, I think it's just a scam. I really do. I just think it's all a big scam that's making a bunch of people rich. And there's going to come a day in the not-too-distant future when all of you crypto players are going to look back and go, where, 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 where'd my money go? It's gone. So, um, I didn't I know, know the Escobars were down to their last $300. I'm kind of well, no, I, they collected a lot of money. It was the people who bought it that ended up, that ended up down to $300. I mean, way, the price is like point zero 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 one dollar We ridiculous. can go back. I know you told me to try to stay in the 21st century. We can go back many centuries and see oh your tulip bulbing well yeah but here's the thing where people the people at the beginning got the greater fools to jump in and pay a much higher price 
and the people at the start got out, got their money, and other people left holding the bag. That has been a fairly common practice when it comes to money and investing for a very long time. So caveat emptor on this one the same way. Yeah. I mean, the odds of this being the next big thing are actually pretty darn slim when you will eventually have a crypto dollar and a, well, a blockchain dollar and a blockchain euro and a blockchain pound and a blockchain yen and a blockchain one and a blockchain whatever, rupee or I ruble. <sighs> How about a question there, maestro? I'm getting you a question. I'm pulling it up right now. Oh my gosh, it's another long one. Now, bear in mind, we read these for the first time right here. We want to be cold. We want we want to... Um, Which isn't easy, by the way, in the middle of summer near Orlando, Florida, to be cold. So it's kind Yeah, of, no, it really isn't easy. Tricky business. Uh, okay, this one is... Um, <laughs> I love what he calls these. He calls them rantisodes. <laughs> our, he's talking about our program? Yeah, yeah. When I do a rantisode. Okay. He goes, Don, if you're ever in the mood to do another rantisode, I have some great material for you. I'm a yes. member of the United States Parachute Association, and on the individual membership benefits page, there's a link to a financial planner. Gosh. It didn't take much time looking at uh, the page of his website for me to realize something didn't seem right. Between the text and the video on the page, I could tell he was trying to sell annuities and permanent life insurance. Hmm. I watched a couple of the videos on retirement planning. And it just got worse. I'm probably better informed than the average person, thanks to you and Tom. But some of the claims were so vague and convoluted that I could not tell what kind of products he was trying to sell. Maybe that was the point. Then I started looking into the person himself. I verified his CFP designation, but he is neither registered as an RIA or a broker-dealer. I was, however able to find him in the insurance agent registry of several states. I didn't check them all, but he seems to be operating nationwide or close to it. Lastly, I looked into the source of the videos on his website because they're clearly not his own. It took a while, but eventually I traced them back to a company called WebPrez. Insurance agents can pay a monthly fee to use the videos on their website, social media, email campaigns, and other communications. Mm -hmm. One of the selling points is that the videos were developed based on psychology to be persuasive and engaging. In my opinion, that is manipulative. It's using psychological warfare on prospective clients to scare and trick them into buying expensive products they probably don't need. The guide on how to use the videos is all about making a sale. Oh, big surprise, Don says parenthetically. Not figuring out how to best educate or help the client. It makes me angry that the U.S. Parachute Association would allow themselves to be a source of leads for someone like this. It also angers me that he's allowed to keep his CFP designation based on the updated standards of conduct, but the topic, uh, that, but that topic could have a rantisode all its own. On top of all that, I'm completely baffled as to why these things are even legal. Here that you will yeah. notice that there was a brief edit in the program. I read something he didn't <laughs> want me to disclose, so I took it out. That's gone. Yeah. Well, I want to be. I don't want to. You know. Anyway. So, Tom. Okay. See first this of all, stuff all the time. If you're in the parachute association and <laughs> yes. you're talking to this person, please, please 
pack your backup shoot, please. Oh, oh, hey, a professional parachutist always makes sure they have a backup shoot. Just putting it in there. All right. But they don't make sure that they have a backup plan yeah, for well, their money. Uh, because here's and, the and, thing. I, if I went to his office and it was on the second floor, I would be getting my shoot ready and jumping. Just saying. And again, uh, a typical parachutist would tell you that you will probably hurt yourself <laughs> when you land in the I bushes. Sprained or broken ankle. Uh, right. Okay, here's the thing. We already know this, that most of the people that sadly affiliate themselves with organizations like this, where it's here, we're offering this because it's easy and you don't have to do any work and this person will take care of you. Most of the time, it's a product Mm -hmm. that they collect a commission on. Number two, I don't know what you're talking about with the certified financial planning board because they basically have said, our hands are washed. We don't care. No, no, that's not true. Well, is no, it or isn't they, it? they they wrote new rules yes. last October that, that were said, they were supposed to go into effect last October mm. that said that all CFPs must at all times act as a fiduciary, and yet they have yet, to my knowledge, to kick a single one of these horrible people out of their organization because they want to keep getting their check. Okay, and you so, know, you know, you know them. You know them in the Seattle area. You know the guys I'm talking about who are CFPs and sell indexed annuities. They can't do that according to the CFPs' code of conduct. But remember, we talked about this recently, where it's like sixty or seventy percent of people who are CFPs are still eligible to sell commission products. Right, they because the, the CFP board it consists of a bunch of wimps spineless weenies who care nothing more and about nothing more than getting their checks from these CFPs. They don't want to raise any heck. And they have said over and over again that you are as a CFP supposed to always act as a fiduciary. Well, it's infuriating. You're, that's a rant or so for you. Yeah, uh, by the way, and I think on this program, you can say hell, but here's the thing. Okay. I just felt like heck right there for it's some reason. Just, I'm not sure. It's not just the checks. It's the marketing of the CFP, that's what they care about. They want to get that thing. Is they they want to get that the coast to coast, ocean to mount everywhere because they think they, as you say, collect, keep collecting money from people that their ethical standards may not have anything. Well, they're not high enough for me. They're not high enough for you, Don. They shouldn't be high enough. They, they should be higher. All right, we'll just put it, leave it at that. But here's the bottom line. Just because they are a CFP, and we're kind of veering here a little bit, does not mean they will act in your best interest. It does mean you could be sold a commissionable product. So the fact that this person is running around selling awful insurance products, and I can almost guarantee that they are, should show you that you cannot trust the CFP. You cannot trust an affiliation like this. This is not how to pick an advisor. You should be working with the Parachute Association for a completely different reason. You shouldn't be asking them for financial help anyway. It's not how you find a fee-only 100% fiduciary advisor, period. Bad way to get started. And I appreciate him sharing this with us. I do. I I just... I'm constantly appalled. And you know, one of the, I find this occasionally when I do some research, one of the big red flags is when you look somebody up and they, they are not registered as an investment advisor with the SEC. That almost always means that they are merely selling insurance. That's it. 
Because everybody else, even if you sell mutual funds, you must be registered with FINRA or the SEC. Either as a broker dealer or a registered or as an RIA. Correct. RIA and he was registered as neither. Yeah. So he can be, neither. as you said, he can be pretty sure that the, it's a product sale. It's, of course, insurance. And it's usually inappropriate, especially in a retirement product. And what this should tell you, bottom line, is you have to be highly, 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 highly skeptical of anybody's claims to help you build wealth, to build a portfolio, to fund your retirement. It behooves you because even though we have supposed regulation, it's still the wild, wild west of money out there. And uh, again, I just want to say that the CFP board should be ashamed of themselves. Well, by the way, we're not the only ones who have said that. Very, uh, Alan Roth has said that. There's some people who have written a lot of editorials saying they need to clean up the board to get that fixed. I will add one thing. As a parachutist, you already know this, but it's not very another important. parachute joke. It's not a joke. This is serious. Oh, oh this is serious. I'm just going to okay, say good. this right now. I don't and believe I know you. you know this already, but I'm going to I don't believe that. you. Look before you leap. <laughs> I, That's all I'm going to say. I knew it. You'd be proud that I was in a meeting yesterday and somebody said, how long can you go without telling a bad dad joke? So I ran the time. <laughs> Not long. It was seven and a half minutes. I, it was hard, but I did it. Seven. And a, it was, I think it might be a new record. So I do apologize. Oh, for that. Take me to a plenary. I get it. So, okay. Oh, no, no, stop. That was Ow. yours. That was Ow, yours. No, I'm really holding you. My ears. Um, yeah, go ahead. What was I going to say? I have no idea. You made me forget. Oh, Doesn't if matter. you want some, if you want some information on how to find a better financial advice provider, somebody who might actually act in your best interest and not lie to you all the time, you uh, probably should go to talkingrealmoney.com slash help. Just go there, read the stuff. You'll see. There's a form you can use. We'll, we've got all kinds of great stuff for you there. So go there, check that out. And uh, please feel free to call us with your questions at 855-935-TALK or send them in at TalkingRealMoney.com. And if you need big-time help, go to Vestory.com. That's our firm. Vestory and, by Appella. Yeah, but, it, but the website is Vestory.com. But the company is Vestory by Appella. The website is Vestory.com. Don't get confused. I'm never going to win this argument. 855. Okay, you're right. Wait, no, go to Vestry.com and go down and click on the, um, it's right on the front page. Click on the uh, the appointment setting thing. Set ah, up an appointment. Okay. And it's free and we'll help you and we won't try to sell you anything. Now, will we manage your money for life? Come on. This is America. We got to make a living. But we will help for nothing because that's what yeah. we believe in. So thanks for listening. Tom, anything to add? No, no puns, I have nothing please. to add. I think I've done enough for enough damage for one podcast, so we'll leave it at that. Well, and bear in mind, this is a double duty one, so you've actually damaged people on the favorite podcast service and on YouTube. But at least I wore a nice tie for it. So you yeah, it. and I just wore a t-shirt. I'm slumming it. Thank you all for being there. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Take good care of yourselves. We'll talk to you really soon. I'm Don. That's Tom. We just hang out mulling over real money. Talking real money. We hope you
realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately and consistently predict the future. So, past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. That should keep the lawyers happy.